Y'all, welcome to the first episode on the Young and Black in Business podcast of this season where we're actually starting our interviews. Y'all, I am so excited for this season's interviews. We have a lot and a lot and a lot. Really tie get your words together. We have a lot of amazing um, aspiring and upcoming entrepreneurs in Kansas City on this podcast. I'm so excited. Make sure you guys go check them out, go support them, and make sure you go check out our past guests too because a lot of them are still doing their thing. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Young and Black in Business, where we highlight young Black entrepreneurs and creatives in Kansas City who are doing the dang thing. You guys, I'm excited about our guest that we have on today. She is an amazing woman, an amazing business owner, a mother, a wife, and so many other good things. Welcome, Miss Shalante Lewis. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing awesome. So um, let's just get right on into it. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Tell them um, what it is, uh, who you are, and what it is that you do. All right. All right. So like she said, my name is Shalante. I am the owner of the Beauty Research Lounge, which is um, a boutique for women right now. It's just a clothing boutique, but in the long run, it will be clothing, hair and makeup. So a one stop shop. I am from Kansas City, Missouri. I went to uh, Central High School, graduated in 2010. Um, and that is pretty much it. She said, I am a mother. Um, a wife, uh, an assistant coach, because my husband coaches, an assistant youth pastor, because my husband's a youth pastor. Nice. Um, so whatever he is, I am assistant to that. <laughs> nice. And um, yes, yeah, so I'm a, I'm the mother of two girls, and I have a son on the way. So I am a busy, busy woman. Yes, I hear that. <laughs> so um, before we get into it, I know why people are listening. People like to sc- uh, scroll on social media. So while people are listening, um, and they if they want to check it out, where can they find uh, more information about the Beauty Resource Lounge? Like if you have a website or social media accounts. Yes. So right now we are operating off of uh, two social social media platforms, Instagram, which is beauty underscore resource underscore lounge. And then on Facebook, just beauty resource lounge Um, and everything I post, you can find um, there. I do everything through there. So any DMs, any questions, any anything, um, I am very active on those me- social media pages. I respond immediately because I keep my notifications on. So yes. <laughs> you can reach me at any one of those social media uh, platforms. Awesome. So while you guys are listening, make sure you go check um, out the Beauty Resource Lounge. Um, we're going to get into a little segment that I've added called My Three Favorite Things. Um, just to kind of get to know a little bit more about um, who it is we're talking to. So this is called My Three Favorite Things, KC. So I want you to tell us, because we do have listeners who are from Kansas City, so it's some things that they can find out about us. I want okay. you to tell us um, your favorite hangout spot here in Kansas City, your favorite food spot, and then like your favorite activity in Kansas City to do. Okay. Um, so my favorite hangout spot is most definitely the Nelson Art Museum. Um, rather it be, <laughs> yes, rather it be the front line or actually in the museum. I am a creative. And so um, being a creative, I have to find a way to tune my brain down so that I'm not doing 500 things at once. And mm-hmm. so the museum and 
you know, going to see the art and um, just kind of zoning in on what other creatives have done. Um, it, it helps me or even just sitting in the, on the front line and just watching. I'm a people watcher. So I think the front line of the Nelson is like the best place to go to watch people watch walk dogs and read books yeah. and things of that nature. So it's yeah. my favorite, favorite, favorite hangout spot. And it makes it better because my husband and my oldest daughter love it as well. So it's a family event for us. Um uh -huh. Now, as far as favorite restaurants, listen, I love food. <laughs> I love food so much, but my favorite food is brunch. So anything brunch, um, et cetera. Uh, how about the Plaza is one of our favorites. Um, but really anything brunch, anywhere I can get a good appetizer deviled egg, like a lobster deviled egg. and lobster a good deviled egg. Oh, yeah. There is a place called Avenue Bistro on 63rd Street in Brookside best lobster devil eggs ever and i'll go there sometimes for brunch and i'll just get like two orders of devil eggs and an orange juice and i'll be fine you good i've never heard yes. of lobster devil eggs i need to go uh, try that oh my they God. are delicious and so any anytime i go to brunch i order um devil eggs as my appetizer my husband he hates them and <laughs> more gotta, for you he's like why every time we go to eat brunch you have to go somewhere that has devil eggs um because they're my favorite <laughs> But anything brunch, Kansas City, um, any restaurant that closes before three o'clock, I want it. So, <laughs> so if you're looking for the best restaurant in Kansas City, it has to close at three o'clock. <laughs> and then um, my favorite things to do, my favorite things to do um, right now are, are honestly being a wife, being a mom and writing. Um, my life has always been so busy and, you know, whether the decisions I made were good or bad, I've always had a very busy life. And so right now at almost 30, I'll be 30 next year. I'm learning to live in the simplicity of life. Yes. So just being a mom, being a wife and writing, journaling, writing poetry um, and just hanging with my family. Just uh, I'm just all for whatever simple right now. If it if it calms me and slows me down, then I love it. So yes. that's just a little bit about my face, my favorite awesome. things. Awesome. Awesome. Glad to hear. So let's get into the beauty resource lounge. So you, like you said, you're a mom, you're a wife, you're an assistant um, to your husband. You have all this stuff going on. Why start a business? <laughs> I think my, so initially when I started, when I was thinking about starting a business, I was like, I just need something um, that's mine. And so I just, I mean, you know, I was just like, okay, let me tap into Whatever it is that I'm doing, I've been writing poetry since middle school. So that's been mine. It's always going to be mine. I needed something new, something fresh. And so, <coughs> excuse me. And so I was like, well, I know for a fact that I want to start a business. Um, and I just had to zone in on what it was. Because it's easy just to say, oh, I want to start a business. So I'm going to do this. And so once I, I learned, I learned very early on before I even started my business, if money is the reason you're starting a business and that's the wrong reason to start. So once I got past that and I'm like, I just need something of my own. Um, I then, I then said, I wanted something that would empower, something that would encourage, something that I can be connected to that when the next woman is connected to it, she feels the same way that I feel about whatever it is that I'm delivering. Wow. And so um, I told my husband, I said, babe, I think I want to open um, a black owned hair store 
And he was like, okay, let's do it. He's always, I mean, I could tell him I want to join the circus. And I'm like, do you want me to be the circus clown or the ringleader? So, because he's always on board with my shenanigans. And sometimes he's on board and he's like, babe, I'm going to let this one play out. But let me let you know that I don't think you probably don't do that. (laughs) And so, so, um, when I told him I wanted to start a business, I said, I want to start a Black-owned hair store. He was up with me doing research. What do we want it to look like? What, What do we want to present? And things of that nature. And so, then I joined um I went to uh, a business course with EBB and that really cultivated my mind on what it is who I was and what it is that I wanted to do and so the beauty research lounge is um birthed out of a place of where I was as a teenager well really pretty much growing up from the time that I recognized that people were throwing shade like friends were saying things about oh because I'm dark skinned very pretty pretty skin but now that I know <laughs> um I, you know I was called things like tar baby and nappy head and things like that and so I dealt with <clears throat> I dealt with low self-esteem for a very long time and with my mom being a single mom for the first 14 years of my life her and my dad were separated they're back together married awesome now but the first 14 years she was a single mom of five I didn't have the resources necessary financially to get the clothing that I wanted or the shoes or get my hair the way I wanted. And it's not about the material things, but I will say that there is something about a put together young lady or a put together woman that makes her day. Um, And it doesn't mean you have to have on the most expensive clothes or the most expensive shoes or the newest and up-to-date hairstyle. But I'm saying if you just put a little edge control on and a nice shirt and a nice pair of pants and sandals, you know, that can make or break your day. And so Mm -hmm. um, my days were broken a lot because I wore a lot of hand-me-downs and a lot of things that just were not up um, to a standard of even. And my mom did, and that, you know, that takes nothing away from my mom because my mom did the best she could with what she had. Raising five kids by herself, she couldn't go every school year and buys brand new shoes, but she, you know, to the store and buy brand new shoes, but she could go to the thrift store and get us what we needed. My mom was a necessity mom for 14 years. It wasn't about what we wanted. It was about what we needed. Um, And so when I got about 16, I said, I'm going to work. I'm going to give me a job so I can at least get my hair braided. Like I'm going to go get my hair braided every paycheck, at least keep my hair up. And then we'll figure out the clothes and the shoes as we go. And so I got a job and, um, I realized, you know, working my little job, $120 is no money. Uh, (laughs) But when you don't have no bills, though, it seems like a whole lot. It it sure does. It seems like a whole lot. And so back then, you can go and get braids. Right now, I think braids run about over $100 per hairstyle. But back then, you can get it for like $45. And so I would take my little checks and I would go and get my hair braided. But then I said, something has to give because even in that, I still don't have money for like, if I wanted to go, and my mom, by this time, by the time I'm in high school, she could pay for football games and basketball games and stuff like that. My dad was back around. Everything was good. But I still was, I was in the mindset of, I want her to be able to do for my siblings what she couldn't do for me. So if I have a job, I can do stuff for myself and then she can do for her, my siblings way more. And so I wanted to save more money. So I said, I'm going to learn how to do this myself. YouTube became my best friend. Um, and I would go to stores and I would like wait till hair was on sale and I would buy hair and then I would braid my own hair. And then I would, and then I learned how to clear and shop and how to shop on sale and, um, you know, buy clothes and shoes on sale and stuff. And so as I cultivated my business, that is what came back to me. The, the, the know-how that I gained off of that pain of being teased and having low self-esteem and stuff of that nature. And I said, I can do those same things and I can teach women the same things that I learned 
through the Beauty Resource Lounge. And so the name the Beauty Resource Lounge is literally exactly what it sounds like. It is a resource center for beauty. And so and the lounge comes from it's a comfort space. It's a space of, you know, you can shop while at home. You can be chilling uh, out of town and, and shop or you can be at work on your break and shop. But you don't feel overpowered by a salesperson who's just trying to sell you something that necessarily doesn't fit you or whatever the case may be. And so I took my experience. Um, I take my experience of what I feel looks good, what I know looks good, what I know complements a woman's um, body, what complements her lifestyle and things of that nature. And I pour it out into shopping for my inventory. I pour it out into tips and tricks that once the website is up and running, you'll be able to look at how-to videos, how to dress, how to style an outfit, um, how to prepare for a hairstyle, how to do your makeup. It is my goal to make women self-sufficient in their beauty. And so, um, and that, I mean, that's it. That's that, like even being a mom, being a wife, having so much going on, that keeps me motivated is that I can be um, that saving grace for somebody else that I needed and nobody could be there for me because nobody knew how. So pretty much that's it that's how i that's how i got started that's how i jumped into it and that is the reason why i'm why i'm here yeah well dang and all that you done answered almost every single question <laughs> i was gonna ask you <laughs> but that's awesome though that's like just hearing the story behind everything it's just like it's it's a beautiful thing that um just from your experience that caused you to want to help other people so i love that um with all that you're doing what are some because how long have you been in business how long have you uh, been going? I've actually been in business only since May. So um, I was cultivating it and cultivating it. So May I launched um, with my first sale. And so, yeah, I've been in business since May. Awesome. And since uh, since that time period, what challenges have you faced? And then even with just um, getting your business off the ground, what are some challenges that you had to endure? I think that my big my biggest I'm sorry, my biggest challenge with getting my business off the ground was consistency. Mm -hmm. um, I, in the beginning, I kind of had my mind made up that, oh, as long as I say I want to do it, you know, and I worked on it here and there, then it'll it'll pull together. But what I'm learning is that every day I have to be consistent, even if I just go and pick a new item for inventory or I go and find a new design for photo shoots and things of that nature. Like you have to be consistent. Consistency is what I've learned. Um to be the biggest thing in, you know, this entire process for me since I've started. Cause when I started, I started with summer stuff, you know, just to kind of kick yeah. off. Um, and the more that I'm cultivating and the more that I'm learning, I'm just like, if I miss a day mm -hmm. of not doing something for my business, then I feel so behind. And I'm just like, Oh God, I just, <laughs> I just yeah. really have to pause to, you know, tap back in. And, you know, and like I said, that could be if I didn't do anything for my business today, tomorrow I'll feel thrown off. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's just all I'm learning that it's all about consistency. You can have every every legal document in place. You can have every idea in place. But if you're not consistent in growing your business, then it's not going to grow. It's not. You cannot work on it one week and forget about it the next week. It, it just doesn't work like that at all. Exactly. Cause I, I feel like that's like with anything in life, because mm -hmm. I know me personally, like if I fall off, maybe one day I feel like, Oh, I don't want to do it. And then it just becomes easier and easier to just put stuff off over time. And then you'll look back months later and it's like, dang, like right, right, I really like, been slacking for months and then months yeah. into years. And, yeah. 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 So, I agree. Consistency is definitely important. Um, 
you did you mentioned a lot about um why why you uh do what you're doing and like why the beauty resource lounge um was created but um if there's anything else like what do you love most about what you do I know you said you wanted to help um other women and all that is that Mm. what you what you love most about it yeah I I love I think it's that aspect and then um just over time like I said um just teaching myself and learning about different stuff beauty wise I think being able to be the beauty the beauty creator that's putting out a product um is what I love the most because um, I'm a woman of God. And so I pride myself. Um, it took some time. I was, I was, it took some time to get here, but I pride myself myself on a daily basis, um, as a woman of God. And so I mean, my friends used to make jokes when we go in stores like they don't make shirts for saved girls. <laughs> they, don't make, they don't make shirts. Where's the rest of the shirt? And so, um, being the, being the creative that gets to put out, um, what a brand looks like and um you know having that control over that I think that's one of my favorite things as well um because it just keeps us in a place of I I, this is the way I look at it like I said my husband is a youth pastor he's a a real man of God and so I want him to be able to be proud of what I have on no matter where we go but also look at me and remember why he married me at the same time if that makes sense and so um I'm able to do that I'm able to put that out and I'm able to allow women to um, keep their femininity and to um, keep their beauty and still feel, you know, look in the mirror and be like, dang girl, you got it going on, but know that I don't have all my skin hanging out and I don't have to, you know, be dressed like I don't wear clothes in order to feel that way. So I think that's one of my favorite things about it as well. I think that's awesome um, because that's like what the beauty resource lounge encompasses because there are a lot of people I know um, a lot of people who are saved, a lot of women, and then it's like trying to find that balance of still yes. wanting to feel sexy because you can yeah. feel sexy. You a married woman, you can feel sexy and want to look exactly. sexy with your husband. Exactly. Just, um, and then like out in public, but just not wanting to be like too revealing all the time. So I think that's that's definitely something yeah. that um, that you have going on is is, is awesome. Cause yeah, cause because with that, like I like I said, you know, it's okay for me to feel sexy, and I want my husband to look at me and see that. But if we run into his friends out I don't want them to be like okay well right. I come out and she had everything just everywhere right um date night or not and so like I told him I said that the real sexy stuff is for our out-of-town date nights but oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I I have an image to maintain for myself as well as for my husband I respect him far too much to have him in a place to where he has to have conversations or overhear things about his wife that he has to come back and correct so, you know, and so that's what I'm able to do with the Beauty Resource Lounge is to give that that balance between the two. Awesome. Yeah. So there's um, a quote by this guy um, and it goes, um, success, Earl Nightingale is the guy, uh, success mm-hmm. is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal or goal and in that he's saying that um if you have a goal and you're actively working towards that goal whether you reach the point that you want it to be at or not you are a success so because you had the vision um for the beauty resource lounge and you're actively working to make it grow into what it is that you want to do i believe you are a success and so i want you to share with our listeners what's your secret sauce for success all right. So <clears throat> I think my secret sauce for success is honestly, like I said, 
consistency no matter what. When you hate it, be consistent. When um, I've learned something about customers, I love people. I'm a people person, but I think when they become from people to customers, they kind of do something else. <laughs> so <laughs> even with the customers, you know, be even when they are driving you crazy, be consistent. Even when things don't look like they're going to work out, be consistent because um, you have to remember why you started your business and that should be enough to keep you consistent. Even on the worst days, there have been days since May, um, you know, it ain't been a long time where I'm just like, seriously, I'm not doing this. I, there's absolutely no way <laughs> that this can be realistic, um, you know, just based off of factors um, that go into play. Um, and so just being, I mean, like, stay super, super consistent. I, I don't, I don't even know how else to say it. Like bad days, good days, up days, down days, even when you hit where you think it's like the plateau of where you can reach and you stay consistent so that you can reach another level. Um, and that honestly, that, that is my, that's my secret to success is every day staying consistent and remembering why I started so that I can continue to press forward because this is not something that I want to stay small or something that I just want to stay local mom and pop. I want to create a movement for women with this thing. And so there has to be that, you know, even when I'm just like, listen, I don't care if I sell another shirt, another bundle, another lipstick, I'm out of here. Um, you know, there has to be, a, I'm just, it, it just has to be consistent at all times concerning it. Agreed. So what does the future hold for the Beauty Resource Lounge? I know with COVID, um, uh, I know a lot of stuff is like opening back up, but uh, what does the future hold for you? Do you have any uh, new products coming out, any events that you'll be attending, like vendor events? Um, so with COVID and all of that, um, and me being pregnant, I would not be doing any vendor events um, or anything of that nature until after I have my baby. So mm -hmm. probably it pro you, you, you guys probably won't see me at an event until spring um, because I have to be super safe. And then flu right. season's coming up, so we don't know what that's going to look like. Yeah, I have yeah. to be super safe. I have one under one. She just turned one and I'm pregnant. Yeah, we have to be super safe in this house. Um, So I won't be doing any events, but I am in the process of working um, to get everything together for my fall line. The fall line is set to launch the weekend after fall starts. So fall officially starts September 22nd. I believe September 26th is the official day that the fall line um, will launch. The fall line will be a lot different. Then my summer line, the summer line was just a few pieces here and there. Um, I'm creating full looks. I was going through and I'm like, babe, I don't know what the trends are for the summer. And he just looked at me. He said, what do you mean trends? I said, oh, I'm setting them. I forgot. Okay. <laughs> and so, yeah. and so um, I'm coming out with a complete, um, I don't believe in you having, you can buy pants for me, but have to go find somewhere else to find a shirt or you can buy, you know, a shoe for me, but have to go somewhere else to find the dress. And so. I'm creating a, an entire line. I am also um, in the process of find, looking for models and beauty advisors. And so, um, of course, models, they'll model the brand, um, but they won't just model the brand. They'll represent the brand. And so by represent the brand, there are certain criteria that you have to meet. This brand is a Christian brand. Um, all honor, all glory goes to God in everything that I do. And so everything that I do is to glorify God. And so with the models, I'm looking for women of God who walk the what they talk, not just talk and talk, but walk what they talk, um, who can be a voice for the brand. And then with beauty, uh, with brand advisors, I'm sorry, those are just, um, you know, normal customers who purchase stuff and they post on social media and things of that nature. So I'm growing a team as well as getting ready for fall, um, 
with the Beauty Advisors and the models, I am open to anybody at this point who is will who wants um, to apply. And then we'll have meetings and things of that nature. But yes, we are building a team and growing this brand for the fall um, with the Beauty Advisors and things Beauty um, Ambassadors and models and things of that nature. So I'm very excited to get some other women from different walks of life, all sizes. I'm not looking for the perfect size. I'm not looking for the perfect anything, all sizes, hair types, skin colors, all of that. Um, and so um, that's what I'm very excited for. I'm excited for the fall line, but I'm more excited for the fellowship. <laughs> and, so, and so that is the um, thing I'm working on right now and just cultivating it, honestly, with the with the entire process is just something that I'm literally praying on because I want it to be, um, this is something that God called me to. It's a, his thing. And so I want it to be what he wants it to be. And so that's what I'm working on. I'm so very excited. So by in September, the fall line will be out. The beauty advisors and models, uh, the beauty and amb brand ambassadors and models will be in place. And so I'm just so very excited for that. Yay. I'm excited for you. I'm so yes. excited. You guys, um, Y'all see that she has a lot that's about to come up. So make sure y'all go follow her on Instagram and Facebook so you can stay up to date with her uh, fall launch. I'm definitely excited. Um, we're going to wrap it up here. So I want you to leave our listeners with the best piece of advice that you can give for somebody looking to start a business. I know you was preaching consistency, consistent, consistent. Yes. Consistent. <laughs> yes. Is there any other um, advice that you can give someone who's looking to start a business? Yes. So the only other piece of advice um, that I can give is a, make sure you're doing it for the right reason. Money is not a good enough reason to start a business. You will fail immediately um, because the money, it does not just start flowing in the door because you're a business owner. A, and then B count your costs. When I, what I mean by count your costs is what is it going to take <clears throat> for you to run this business? Do not sell yourself short. You count your costs, you set your price, you stand on it, and you trust that the customers that you are supposed to have is who God's going to send. If somebody thinks it's too high, they'll just think it's too high and they'll go on. Um, but count your costs. And my, my summer, with my summer, um, the small little summer line that I did, um, I lost a lot of money. And I, I, I don't say, I didn't actually lose dollars but there was so much money more money that could be made but I sold myself short I feel like oh I'm a new business I shouldn't really I should just charge a little bit here and a little bit there I'm not in business to charge a little bit here and a little bit there yes. and so um that was my biggest mistake so I say count your costs do not sell yourself short do not sell your vision short whatever it is that you're going to do whoever it is that you say that you are whatever brand that you are cultivating um when you find zoning in on finding out you know, this is my brand. This is who I am in my brand. Stick to that. Do not sell yourself short and know that the customers that are meant for you, they'll come and the ones that are not, they'll stray. And so that is my biggest piece of advice from the beginning. Count every card, every banner, every event, every phone call that you may have to be on, every meeting. Count your calls, count your time, and, and just know that you are worth whatever it is that your price point, your business for, or whatever service, or whatever the case may be. Do not sell yourself short. And that's Mic drop. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So y'all heard it here first from Ms. Shalante Lewis, CEO and owner of the Beauty Resource Lounge. Can you tell us one more time where to find you uh, on Instagram and Facebook? Yes. So on, on Facebook, it's Beauty Resource Lounge. On Instagram, it's the same, but there's an underscore in between every word. So beauty underscore resource underscore lounge. Um, you can find me there. 
inbox me if you have any questions. Like I said, I'm very responsive. And if you're interested in the model or brand ambassador, please let me know. I am open to everybody. Awesome. So we're going to end it here, Miss Shalante. Thank you so much uh, for coming on the Young and Black in Business podcast and just sharing um, about your business. I'm super, super excited for you. We, uh, Shalante and I were actually in the um, Entrepreneur Business Basics class together and she is so amazing. I'm so excited to see how much uh, the Beauty Resource Lounge is going to grow because you can just hear like the passion in your voice for real, for real. And I'm just so excited mm-hmm. to see what, where you'll be this time next year with it. And um, I definitely want to have you come back um, after a year or so to share like your lessons learned in business. Cause you oh, are yeah. still, still growing, but I'm just excited. Cause I think you have an amazing concept and I'm just so excited for you. Oh, like, thank you so much. <laughs> thank so, you. Thank you. Yes. So you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Young and Black in Business podcast, and we will see you next time.